Welcome to Growing Older with Gusto. My name is Gail Zergerman, and I am the host of this podcast, which was created to help show how to grow older in a positive and productive way by showcasing people on the show who've shown by example that they're doing that. And today we're kicking off the season with a conversation about fashion for older adults. Do you ever have trouble putting on your clothing? I know I do. I have a rotator cuff issue and training get a sports bra of work for me has really been a problem. So I know that as we grow older, things happen. And today we're talking with a younger man who has created with his dad a contemporary apparel brand for older adults. Jimmy Zalo, our guest, is based in Chicago and realized that there was a need in the marketplace for nice looking contemporary and wearable clothing for people who are facing physical and mental challenges as they grow older. Jimmy has a very interesting background. After college, he honed his marketing skills with the MBA, the WMBA, and he was involved with the startup Grubhub and Collaborata, I think I pronounced that correctly, before creating his latest company, Joe and Bella. We have a lot to talk about with Jimmy, so let's get started. Welcome to the show, Jimmy. Thanks, Gail. Excited to be here. Great. Let's start out. Tell us about your story on how Joe and Bella came about and how you decided to start this company to create a wonderful line of contemporary clothing for older adults. Yeah, well, I'm sure you could tell when you were reading off the list of things I had done previously, nothing was fashion or style related. Um, And I I do not come from fashion world or style world. Uh, I like to wear a hoodie and sweatpants and that's about (laughs) it. Um, But it happened because I was uh, helping to care for my grandmother. She was uh, living with dementia and she was also in a wheelchair. And when the pandemic hit, like so many others, we were locked out of her memory care community. And we started Joe and Bella overnight, not to be what it is now, but to just be a really quick service just for my grandmother's care community to have access to everyday essentials so that they would be automatically reordered because you wouldn't be able to call up uh, or I wouldn't be able to call up my grandmother and ask her what she needed on a day-to-day basis because she would just tell me, I've got everything, I'm fine. <laughs> so, yeah. so we started Joe and Bella for that purpose. Um, but it changed really quickly. What happened was I was FaceTiming with her, which meant um, I would call up a nurse and the nurse would walk into the room. And uh, my grandmother complained, complained about being cold. So a nurse went to go grab a sweater to, 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 to put it on for my grandmother. And I'll never forget it. It was the first time in my life I ever heard my grandmother swear. <laughs> yeah. It was really shocking. She, she dropped an F-bomb and I, I couldn't believe it. Um, but it was this extreme level of pain from just having to subtly move her arm back to get it into the sleeve. And I would later find out she she wasn't drinking water because the idea of having to pull her pants down to go to the bathroom was so intimidating from that level of pain. So I went online to see, you know, what's there that can help. And there there were a couple brands that made uh, adaptive clothes for older adults that promised to make dressing less painful. So I, I ordered a few of the items, sent them to my grandmother. And when they got to her, she refused to try anything on because she said it was too ugly. <laughs> and, and I think when you talk about, you know, the point of this podcast and what, what it means to age with gusto, my, my grandmother aged with gusto despite living with significant cognitive change later in life. Um, Good for her. She, she would never sacrifice who she was or her personal identity. And I think it was that moment for me um, 
was the jumping off point for Joe and Bella and a really big lesson in how we age and, and how we change and how we continue to think about ourselves as we, we, our bodies and our abilities change. Really, that's a great story. It really is. That's, you know, I had a lot of longevity in my family, which is why I, one of the reasons I started the podcast, because I felt that they had so much wisdom to impart, and so do a lot of older people, and oftentimes they get thrown under the bus in our societies. So that's, a, that's just wonderful. Really, that's a nice story. So I love this idea that you mentioned in a conversation that what we wear is, is really part of our whole identity. And explain how that played into your concept of Joe and Bella. Yeah, I, it's interesting. So, so, so prior to Joe and Bella, I did a lot of work when it came to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And my feeling is that ageism is one of the final buckets of DE&I that has been ignored in this country. And, and I think when we think about ourselves and our personal identity, younger generations or able-bodied folks in this country are, they, they, they have such an amazing wide range of options to choose from. But as we age and our bodies and abilities change, we don't have that same ability. Um, there are fewer items we can wear. There are fewer shirts that we can wear. And for those whose abilities are rapidly changing and rapidly progressing, all of a sudden, not only are you dealing with maybe significant physical or cognitive change, but also you're wearing clothes that are not you and you no longer feel like yourself and there's a piece of your identity that's taken away. You know, I, I, I couldn't imagine saying, all right, now, Jimmy, you've got fill in the blank, significant physical change that's happening in your life. And everything that you've ever you, ever worn or felt comfortable wearing, you can't wear again. And we're also going to either bring someone in, in into your home to help you live, or we're going to move you someplace else. It's it's you're going through all of these these major major life changes all at once, and we just think that apparel and clothing and the way we look and feel about ourselves should not be something that's sacrificed. I agree, and that that those are all really really important points that people need to be aware of, people your age that are dealing with aging parents or grandparents. That's really important. And I know, uh, speaking of an intergenerational niche, so to speak, that this business that you started, Joe and Bella, is a collaborative venture between your father, which is fabulous. And what role is yours in this, what you call your passion project? Tell us about that. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm technically the CEO, but I would say, you know, at a, at a startup, everyone kind of does everything. Um, we just have four of us full time besides myself and my father. We have someone who helps out with marketing and someone that does a lot of operations and customer service. But, but, but I do everything from fundraising from the investors to leading the product development strategy to high level on the marketing to working with distributors and all of the stuff that no one wants to deal with, like the accounting and the legal stuff that um, makes me uh, hit my head against the wall. But that, that, that's primarily what I've been focusing on. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about the different types of contemporary clothing that you've created. And a few of them that you uh, wrote to me about jumped out at me. So one of them is the Care Zips. Is that kind of like an updated cargo pant or Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it or like an updated Lululemon pant. So it uses sort of that really modern, great fabric that everyone's used to from a Lululemon or any sort of everyday pant. Um, 
but it's got strategically placed zippers and we actually have a patent for for the, our use of zippers on it so there are two side zippers as well as a third zipper underneath and what that allows are, are a few things first for for someone who is independent it just makes dressing easier um, especially from a seated position so you can sort of more wrap around as opposed to having to lift your body all the way up to get pants on but also from a toileting perspective so think about men who are using catheters or male urinals you have access without having to take your pants all the way off and sort of a broader access or um, something that we've been really focused on is is solving um apparel solutions for adults living with incontinence. So incontinence happens to be the number one reason an older adult would move into a care community of some type. 80% of individuals who develop dementia uh, will, will also develop incontinence at some point throughout that aging journey. So it is a massive segment of our society that just doesn't have apparel designed for them. Um, so this, this zipper system that we created allows for an incontinence product to be quickly, safely changed without someone's pants having to come off. And whether that be changing that independently or with the assistance of a, a nurse or a care partner. Wow, that's a great idea. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And what about the everyday freedom pants? Talk to us about that. Yeah, so I, 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 these are my favorite. They, 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 again, use really sort of great modern fabric color fit, um, but just have two side zippers. So it doesn't have that third zipper underneath. Uh, but it just makes for way easier dressing. And we, we did some subtle things with it for for the fit. So the back arch of the pant is a little bit higher than normal pants. So if you're seated for a long period of time, it's not going to drop out or fall like a normal pair of pant would. Uh, super stretchy fabric, great waistband, long zipper pulls for easy access. Um, but it's just a really great, comfortable, modern pair of pants that, that look good enough to wear out, but are comfortable enough to wear on the couch. Wow. That's, that's interesting. That's a great idea and it must have taken a lot of thought on your part and your father's to create those because that sounds like a wonderful thing for somebody older with challenges to be able to pull on and say, hey, I can sit and watch TV and then go out for some coffee or meet my relatives or friends. That's nice. That's nice. I also know you mentioned that you have some new products that are coming out in May. Can you give us a little preview on those? I, I can. We have, uh, believe it or not, five new products coming out in May. So wow. we have a a really big undertaking these next several weeks to, to get ready for the release of all these new products. Um, one of them that I'm especially excited about is a men's button down. So it looks just like any traditional men's button down. But uh, in the front, instead of using real buttons, we actually use magnetic snaps. So an individual with arthritis or someone who is uh, living with Parkinson's is able to uh, dress themselves in the type of shirt that they're, they're used to wearing. And we also played a, a, a few other sort of clever design tricks just to make access to the sleeve and the armhole way easier for older adults. The idea for our apparel is one of two things, either help extend somebody's independence to allow them to dress themselves longer or to just make the challenges of dressing with assistance a, a bit easier and faster. Um, we also are coming out with a men's and women's chino, uh, so sort of more of a dressier pant. Uh, we have sort of our casual pants now, so we're, we got dressier versions coming on out, which we're really excited about, and we've got a woman's uh, long sleeve top uh, hopefully coming out in May. Um, we're just dealing with typical supply chain things, yeah. but we're really excited about that. And have sort of figured out sort of a clever closure system. So it looks like a shirt that doesn't have an opening, but there's a sort of a secret side opening um, that would help uh, someone dress themselves uh, without having to put the top on over their head. 
Wow, that's great. Um, I think you might want to think about next getting into the pet area. <laughs> Probably <laughs> have a new puppy and getting the halter on and off. Um, but you do offer such a wide selection from, I know you have pants, tops, undergarments, sleepwear, footwear even, lingerie. I'm curious, which are most popular? So right now the most popular is our care zips um, because I think it just fills the biggest, broadest need. Um, I would say overall for the industry, outside of Joe and Bella, footwear that is adaptive ha is the most advanced because I think it's been around forever. And when I keep using the term adaptive for the audience, that, that literally is just clothing that is altered in any way to make dressing, undressing, wearing safer, easier, faster. So think about footwear for adults that um, uses Velcro instead of um, uh, laces. That That's a form of adaptive apparel. And, and footwear within the adaptive space has been around for a much longer period of time. So brands like Nike have amazing adaptive footwear products out there. There's a startup called Kizik that makes uh, sort of slip-on shoes that are just really, really cleverly designed. So I'd say for the broader market, um, footwear probably makes up well over 50% of it. Um, and that's why we're focusing on these other products, the, the pants and the tops, where there's been far less innovation at play. So this, to me, is such a specialized business. And the, to me, the contemporary and fashionable orientation of it makes it really unusual. Tell us a little bit about your mission statement of Joe and Bella. Yeah, so, so we like to say everyone has a Joe and Bella in their life, that whether or not that's a parent, a grandparent, aunt, uncle, neighbor, friend, it, it, it's someone who's made an indelible impact on your life but has um, um, gone through aging. And, and when you see that, and when you know how tough aging can be, our, our goal is pretty simple, to, to allow people to dress the way they've already we've dressed. We talk about sort of our four pillars are, are about joy, um, which, which is an easy one for us to touch on. It's just, hey, it's, if you put it on, you look good, you feel good, you're gonna be joyful. Um, the second one, we talk about empowerment. So we want people to be able to extend their independence or um, the, the last study done on this was in 1999, but within a nursing home or senior housing setting, it takes on average 18 minutes to get dressed and undressed for residents with assistance. So if we can cut down on that time significantly, we absolutely will be empowering um, the residents uh, or anyone who's receiving care while, while, while uh, dressing. And the, the final pillar we, we talk about a lot is inclusivity, making sure that our products are accessible for all different types of bodies and abilities. We, we believe in universal design, uh, designing our products for the highest level of acuity. And so because we are thinking about, all right, this is the hardest possible situation we can design for, the nice sort of offset of that is that our products will help a much broader range of folks. So think about in people who maybe just had surgery, or maybe they just have a little bit less range of motion, or maybe they just want a pants that's easier to wear and really comfortable and stretchy. Um, so by, by designing for that, that, that hardest case, um, we believe our products can, can help a much broader audience. I'm curious, the name Joe and Bella is so, um, it has a really good ring to it, but again, how did you come up with that name? So, so again, another personal story. The, the, the quick background is um, my grandfather uh, 
also had his own aging journey. So he had Parkinsonia dementia. And we had to move him and my grandmother into a memory care community outside of Chicago. And, and I think like most families, we were really struggling with the decision for when to move them and if we should move them. And they had 24-7 in-home care. So we were really fortunate that they were able to, to have that sort of care provided for them. But it still wasn't enough. And we had to make a last-minute move. Um, so last minute, in fact, it was Christmas Eve of 2012 that, that we made this move. And um, I remember we had finally finished setting up the room and we were getting a tour of the new community that they had been moving on into. It was sort of a skeleton crew there. Most of the caregivers or partners um, were off at that point. And we were sad and we were kind of moping around on this tour and our heads were down and we just were going through every sort of level of motion you go through when you... Um, are in that situation of, is this the right place for them? Is this the right time for them? Are they going to be with people they love? Are they going to have, um, are they going to like the food? Are they going to sleep well here? Um, are the the staff going to treat them the right way? Even, even if you've done all your due diligence, you still have all of those doubts and we were going through it in that moment. Um, but when we were getting a tour, um, two residents of the care community jumped in line with us and they slowly started taking over the tour and they did so in just a hysterical way in that they were kind of poking fun of us they were poking fun of the other residents they were having fun with my grandparents they were getting them both to laugh and and that was joe and bella and they ended up um eating every single meal with my grandparents um through 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 the day my, my grandfather passed away they became part of our family. They would come over for Mother's Day and Father's Day and Thanksgiving and everything else. And um, we would later find out that they were both uh, widowed Holocaust survivors who had met later in life and just unbelievable people who um, we feel incredibly fortunate to have met. And, And I would say, the reason we named them after them for a few reasons. The first it's, hey, it's, it's a really cool way to recognize their legacy and the impact that they had on our life. But but when you name a business after real people, we, we, we do so for two reasons. Number one, it's that legacy now gives us this sort of standard that we need to live up to. Because I know if we put something out there that is anything less than our best, it is a disservice to who they are and what they gave to us. Um, the second thing is it's about that moment for me, which was we left the first night we met with Joe and Bella um, with a sense of relief, with the sense of they, they thank God Joe and Bella are there and that they'll be there for us. So it's that feeling that we want to give back because I think most people come to our website and find our products in often a sense of panic of maybe you just found out for the first time that your loved one has Parkinson's and you don't know what to do about it. Um, or you just found out, hey, my, my loved one, is, we're, we, we need a professional care partner, whether that be moving or bringing someone in and, you're, and you need new products to, 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 to make that process and that transition easier. So people come to us high on anxiety with a lot of questions and very few answers, and we just hope to be there as a sense of relief. Eloquently put. And... <laughs> Speaking of, where can our listeners who may have parents, grandparents, or themselves who need these types of clothing and apparel, where can they go to purchase or learn more about Joe and Bella? 
Absolutely. To to purchase, you can find us at joeandbella.com, all spelled out, J-O-E-A-N-D-B-E-L-L-A.com, or, or we're all over social. So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok even, where we're having a lot of fun at, at uh, Hello Joe and Bella um, across all those different channels. And this is also where they people could learn more about what's to come. Let's say we were talking about earlier about your new products that are coming out in May. People want to learn more about you. Just go to your website or what's exactly. So go to our website and sign up for our newsletter. And um, our newsletter will will for those who are on our newsletter, they'll get access to a, a an early sale for these new products that are coming out before the rest of uh, our uh, the general public does. And for just more general updates, feel free to follow us on social too. Because we'll be posting there once the new products get released. So either option works great. You'll you'll definitely hear from us. Great. And this has been a wonderful, really wonderful conversation, Jimmy. And I will say your grandparents were very lucky to have you as a grandson. Really, you've done them proud. And thanks so much for kicking off our new season. And um, for our listeners, if you've enjoyed this episode and how could you not, please subscribe to going to any podcast channel and please tune into the YouTube channel. Thanks for your time. This has been Growing Older with Gusto with your host, Gail Zuckerman, edited by Reno Lovison. Tune in to future episodes and find past episodes wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Or visit growingolderwithgusto.com to explore ways to live an enjoyable and vigorous life.